Hello and welcome everyone to another exciting, fun edition of High Scores and High Spots. Your home for all things professional wrestling and video games. I am Ryan. With me is my co-host, my older brother. I don't have a funny intro today. It's Nathan. Yeah, everybody. Let's potty hottie. Welcome to the show. We have got a lot of fun stories to talk about in the world of video games. Uh, It's spooky time. And so I got a couple of spooky stories, uh, video games upcoming to look at. Plus, we're going to be talking Raw and NXT in the world of professional wrestling. Uh, So we got a lot to get to, and this should be a fun little show we got for you. Yeah, let's start with video games, Ryan. Um, Right. Uh, first off, Ryan, you know how we always talk about we're afraid of the digital era of video games and movies and TV and all that? Because yeah, you could buy it and then it could go away and you can never play it again. Well, Ryan, Call of Duty, the newest Call of Duty that's coming out, Modern Warfare, the remake of Modern Warfare 2. When you buy the game, according to a uh, Reddit user that I guess gets uh, they get software and they see if it's playable uh, without being online so they see like how much data is on the disc so they can so you can still play it if it's if you're not cooked up to the internet they, they try to see how many games you can do that with yeah well Call of Duty Ryan when you buy the new Call of Duty you know how many you know how much data is on the actual disc that you don't have to download? Probably not much. It's the least I've ever heard of. 72 megabytes. <laughs> what the? <laughs> That's like a 1995 PC game. How how big do you know how big this Modern Warfare game is? Like how many it's gigabytes gonna be, it is? It's going to be over 100 gigabytes. So a hundred gig over hundred gigabytes game, and then and it's not even a hundred megabytes on the disc. That's fucking outrageous. <laughs> You're basically buying a piece of plastic to start the game, or just to have proof that you have the game. That's See, all it is. There's no What's point the... of even buying the disc version of this game. No, that's 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 the future that we're that's looking at. Yep, that's outrageous. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> 72 megabytes. Uh. <laughs> that's, that's so crappy. Uh. Uh, Ryan, we also have a story. Um, Phil Spencer, yep. uh, pres- president of Xbox, he uh, talked to, uh, uh, oh, what's that big news outlet? You know, the one I'm thinking of. You know what it is. God damn it. Wall Street Journal? That would be the one. Wow. Anyway, he had an interview with the Wall Street Journal. And, I'm looking uh, at the story. That's the only reason I knew that. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was a lot of lot of stuff, you know. But but there's some some interesting things here that he talked about here, Ryan. Like when this mer- thing goes through with uh, Activision, he's wanting to put a Call of Duty on the Switch. Uh, like he really wants to put a Call of Duty on the Switch, so. We might have more Microsoft uh, 
and uh, Nintendo working together here pretty soon. I don't trust that a Call of Duty game would run on the Switch at all. Well, it might have to be a, a different version of it, but yeah. I mean, we've seen some of these other really high, uh, you know, games that have a lot of uh, a lot of visuals to them, and uh, yeah, they don't look well or run well on the Switch. Right. Um, so I don't know. Maybe we'll get it'll be its own. Maybe they they can get like a Switch version, like its own version of Call of Duty or something. Yeah, um, which would be cool. Um, he also mentioned. Uh, Phil Spencer, some bad news regarding Xbox, probably. Um, he's talked about uh prices, and he said that uh, you know, at some point he's probably going to have to raise the price of stuff, including the console games and the subscription, which would be Game Pass. Um, so we're in unprecedented times here. We, you know, when when PS Five went up. Um, after two years, you know, everyone was like, yeah, we don't see, you know, that doesn't happen where the console's been out and the price goes up. That doesn't, you know what I mean? That's not normal. And now we're looking at where the Xbox could go up as well after already being, uh, after already being released. Um, so we're, we're kind of unprecedented stuff here between, uh, Xbox, um, Game Pass right now. It's, it's, it's a pretty affordable thing if it goes up. I think it'd still be worth the money just for the amount of games you get with Game Pass. Um, but yeah, we're, you know, we, we, the PS5 goes up. Now the Xbox might be going up after it's already been released. That's kind of crazy to see, you know, we're seeing consoles now go up after they've been released instead of going down. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Microsoft kind of, they kind of backtracked a little bit because when they, the Microsoft, when Sony first did that, yeah, um, Nintendo and Microsoft both said their consoles aren't going up. Yeah, I mean, maybe, you know, he was talking about he kind of threw everything together in this quote. Maybe he meant not everything's not going to go up. Maybe he just meant one or the other. And if he had that to choose, I would assume they're probably just it, it, they would probably raise the price of Game Pass because they probably, you know, they do have a lot of day one stuff and a lot of good games on there. And they probably figure, you know. They can they can afford to raise the price a little bit, and people will probably still pay it. Right. Um, so yeah, you know, I saw this was I figured this was coming. Everything else in the world's going up. Might as well, you know, video games are the next thing to go up too. So um, every other subscription service out there has raised their prices. Um, you know, from Netflix to Hulu to Disney, they've they've all gone up since their launch, and so. Game Pass has stayed the same since since it's been there. Yet they have not changed the price. Uh, so I assume I will. I would have figured it's going to go up soon, and I'd say it's probably going to happen soon, just due to the holidays, and then it'll be the new permanent price. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully the consoles don't go up. Um, but PlayStation's went up, and they may have to follow suit here. All right. And uh, speaking of Game Pass, Ryan. Uh. You know, some people question whether Game Pass is profitable or not for Microsoft because they do have to pay all these companies to have those games on Game Pass. Mm -hmm. And uh, according to good old Phil Spencer here, uh, it is very profitable. Yeah. So I am telling you, man, it's it's only a matter of time before he pitches it to. So he probably already has back to back. Uh, 
like behind the scenes and we just haven't heard about it yet. It's only a matter of time before EA is like, hey, Sony, you want Game Pass? And, and Nintendo, you want Game Pass? You know, I'm just saying. Um, speaking of Game Pass, three new games have hit Game Pass today. Um, so uh, one of them being a day one horror game, uh, which I might check out. Uh, the first one is Frog Detective, the entire mystery that is out for PC only. Um, it is what it is. It's it's exactly what it says it is. Um, the, there's a bunch of frog detective games, and it's a comedy adventure game where you're a, you're a frog detective. Uh-huh. Um, also coming to PC, cloud, and console, it's Gunfire Reborn, um, a first-person shooter. Um, it's been on PC for a while, and now it's coming to the consoles. And the day one game is Signalis, or Signalis. I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, it's cloud console and PC. It's a, um, it's a horror game. Um, it it it, it, it focuses on exploration and puzzle solving. So kind of in the vents of like how Resident Evil was back in the day, and in in Silent Hill where there's a lot of puzzles you have to solve, and kind of like Mist. You know those kind of games where you have to solve puzzles to move forward. So, well, I wouldn't, I would not put Silent Hill and Resident Evil in the same vein as Mist, Ryan. Well, I mean, you know, games, Seventh Guest, whatever. You know, games where you have to solve puzzles and throughout. Um, not really a shooter type of game. Uh, yeah, it's, what it's... you're saying is games that are boring with no combat. <laughs> I will definitely pick this up and I will play it. Uh, wow. So it's got a retro art style. Uh, so it's like a sci-fi horror story. So uh, those are all available today. All right. Um, speaking of uh, Game Pass, uh, we're we've got some games coming in November. Not a whole lot known yet, uh, but we do have a little bit coming on November first. The Legend of Tanding. Um, of what? <laughs> Tanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's November first. November third, we've got Ghost Song. Uh, Football Manager 2023 is coming November 8th. Pentiment is coming November 15th. Gungrave Gore is coming November 22nd. And Warhammer 40,000 Dark Tide is coming November 30th. Obviously, there will be more than that, but those are just the ones that have been announced so far. I'm sure there will be more announced soon about X November games, but that's all we've got already announced, confirmed so far. Um, I do want to look, Nathan, at maybe the future of gaming. Um, there's been two uh, kind of viral things been released over the last couple of weeks in gaming of body cam style video games. What the world? Um, one is kind of like a uh, looks kind of more like a shooter. Um, they use these were both used uh, Unreal Engine Five. One's kind of like a shooter where it's you can it's a body cam. The other one is looks very interesting. It's called uh, Paranormal Tales. Um, and it is a body cam game where it's like each it's, it's like a piece of lost footage and you uh, step into the shoes of the person wearing the body cam and there's a lot of fear and terror and horror. What's and I, the difference? Oh, go ahead. No, I just saw I, I, I saw this for the first time and I did not realize it was a game. Um, well, I thought this was like a movie. Because <laughs> it looks I mean. Weird. Other than having good graphics, though, what's the difference between a body cam game and a first-person game? Isn't it the same thing? Um, I guess technically, 
It could be. I mean, I yeah, I don't really know what the difference would be between a first person and a body cam, except for like where the where I guess it's like your hands are located. I guess okay. if it's a body cam, it'd be on your chest, and if it's first person, it'd be you'd be looking at basically from the eyes point of view. So maybe you know, a little lower to the ground. Okay, would be the difference, and you know. No looking around. Like in a first-person game, you can kind of move your head. Uh, now, wait a minute. Probably couldn't do that. Now, wait a minute. Now I have questions. Oh, Are these games or movies? It's supposedly a game. If I can't move or look around, how how the hell how you play something like that? Um. Yeah. See, that's what I thought. This looks like a movie when I first saw it. So I don't know. You know, there. Are, it said these are very, very early on. Uh, yeah. But in the, in. The, is it like an on rail game where everything's gonna happen on its own? And I'm just. And yeah, I don't know. I don't because know. If I can't look around, that's not a game. That's a. I mean, you could. I guess you could look around. I have no idea because, like, if you're just looking around, like in the in the footage. You know, I I thought it was a movie. Um. If you're just looking around, so maybe you can look around. I don't know what would be the difference between body cam as opposed to as opposed to okay then. Um, I don't yeah, I don't know what the difference between body cam and first person would be, but they both look pretty cool. The the paranormal tales looks a lot better in my opinion than like the the other one, which is kind of like a shooter. Um, the shooter you can tell it's body cam because like when you're holding the gun, it's right in front of you and not. Like first person shooters kind of blow you, you know. Yeah, uh, but can you still like? I don't know. I got questions. I don't understand this. I don't understand why this is a thing. I think I would get very sick. Yeah. Um, like of this style of game because the one with the shooter, your whole body, like when you shoot, like it, it shows him shooting, and your whole the whole screen moves, like your body's moving, and I think yeah, but- I would. Eventually, Can you even would... see where you're shooting, or are you looking at the gun? Like, what is going on here? The gun's in front of you. Um, you really can't see much when you're shooting, which is what I'm talking about. Like the whole screen shakes, and you see just a bunch of fire. Um, I, I don't know, man. It. I don't think I can handle it for that long. I don't see how it's fun. <laughs> um, but we'll see if these are become a thing. There's two games. It just found it interesting that both these games popped up at the same time. God, um, let's hope not. Let's hope it don't become a thing because it sounds yeah, horrible. They, they, they both popped up online. They're both going viral right now. Um, and they're both body cam games, which I thought was interesting because I'm like, I don't know what the difference is, but you know, cool. We got, we got maybe a new style. I don't know. It looks like it would be very disorienting over time to play these games like for a long time. Yeah, I think this would be games you'd want to have to play like in short spurts <laughs> and not not play for for hours on end. <laughs> All right. Um one more story I got Nathan. All right. Um there's a new Atari 50, the entire anniversary celebration coming out. This um, is not the same game that changes the Atari games, right? That's a different game. Yeah, that is Atari Mania. Um, this is a new game that's coming out, uh, sometime here uh, in November, November 11th. This will feature 
some Atari Jaguar games on it, Nathan. Yeah. So it's yeah. got 50, 50 games. Um, uh, nine are Atari Jaguar games, which is a pretty big deal because the Atari Jaguar, you know, was not that well known and not. And it's hard to emulate. It's hard to it's hard to emulate them. Hard too. to emulate, and they're hard to find. Uh, so it's pretty cool that this is going on. The nine games included in out of the fifty are Atari Karts, Club Drive, Cybermorph. Wait a minute, time out. Atari cards? Yeah. That game is over a thousand dollars if you try to get it. Well, you can get it for probably about sixty bucks, probably. Um That's yeah. a big deal. Atari Carts Club Drive, uh Cybermorph, Evolution Dino Dudes, Fight for Life, Missile Command 3D, Ruiner Pinball, Tempest 2000, and Trevor McFur in the Crescent Galaxy. Hmm. Um, so yeah, so that, yeah, if you're talking Atari carts, is that expensive? This is a big deal. Yeah. You actually play this game. Um, um also console. on this, uh, there are some Atari Lynx games, which was the handheld for Atari that have also never been re-released. So another big, yeah, this, this sounds like a pretty cool, um, collection here. Well, considering, uh, okay. So those two consoles never get anything re-released. Uh, there are some games from the Atari 7800 and the Atari 5200 on here, which those games never get re-released either. So it's like, this is a lot yeah. of value. There's going to be over 90 games on this uh, collection, which is insanity. Uh, so I'm down. Yeah, so it'll be available on everything, uh, including the Atari VCS. Um but it's also going to be on PC, PS4, PS5, Switch, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and S. I will probably definitely be picking this up just for the fact that it's going to have that many games and games that have never been released uh, other than... I'm, I'm probably going to pick it up for the Switch so I can play Atari Jaguar games on the go. Yeah, so this is going to be... This is probably, you know, hey, Atari making a comeback of sorts. Um, I was looking for the whole game yeah. list, and I cannot find it, so I don't know if they've released the whole game list. Um, uh, I cannot find like the full on like game list of all the games that are on here. Um, yeah. but yeah, so Atari Jaguar and Atari Lynx come into console, so that's well, the every right. other game. So, we'll play some Pong on your Xbox and you'll be able to. Uh, Ryan, uh, too bad Xbox hasn't already acquired um, Call of Duty because Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, the new version or whatever. It does come out tomorrow. Uh, if they had already purchased it, it'd probably be on Game Pass, and we could probably play it for free. Yeah, probably. Probably. It does kind of so suck. that's kind of a bummer. <laughs> yeah, that does suck. <laughs> um, I think that's all I've got as far as uh, yeah. video games today. We had some pretty cool stuff. I, I, I do want to say, though, I hope Body Camp footage is not... I can't handle watching like a body cam footage stuff. Um, I sure as hell don't want to play it. So yeah, I kind of hope that isn't like the future because yeah, stick to first person. That'd be fine. I like first person. Yeah. I can handle first I, person. <laughs> I agree. All right, let's get to let's get into wrestling here. Huh? All right, we had a big Monday Night Raw uh, that happened on, of course, Monday. 
uh decent little show we had um had some nothing too uh groundbreaking happened on this show but you know some no. pretty cool matches and some pretty cool stuff happened all right where are we starting at here um well uh we did have the judgment day cut a promo um of note is that dominic guerrero said uh I am this generation's Eddie Guerrero. And then he said, no, Eddie Guerrero was his generation's Dominic Mysterio, which made me laugh. Um, uh, can he just change his name to Dominic Guerrero? Let's be honest. Like, can he be just a Guerrero at this point? Uh, but yeah, then the OC comes out. Leads to a match between Carl Anderson and Finn Balor. Uh, of note here is that Rhea Ripley scoop slammed Luke Gallows. Yeah, like hold held him up there too. Very, very impressive. Um and uh yeah, that distraction um from Dominic allowed Ripley to hit Anderson with a low blow and Bauer to get the win. So So Ripley kinda beat the good brothers by herself. Yeah, pretty much. I mean she slammed yeah, she slammed uh Gallows and then uh and then uh low blow to Anderson, so uh, speaking of Anderson, we can talk about this now. Um, New Japan has put out a statement saying that they are going to strip him of the title if he does not appear at Battle Autumn. Luke Gallows, uh, he will be have to relinquish the title. Luke Gallows said, I ain't relinquishing anything. I am the greatest never open weight champion of all time, and I will wrestle when you go through the proper channels. Uh, Hikuleo has told New Japan not to strip him of the title, and that uh, he told Carl Anderson, show up when you want to show up, and I'll be here. So I don't know what... Reportedly, this is a work um, that WWE and New Japan have worked together on this, and that New Anderson is eventually going to do his remaining dates with New Japan and drop the title. So, but I don't know; it's pretty cool. It, you know, this is a pretty cool thing. So, yeah, it's just weird. Like I, I don't. I, I mean, it's gonna be weird how New Japan does this unless they just do it because Hikaleo told them not to. Because you know, uh, they stripped. Uh, Juice Robinson of the Intercontinental of the United States title when he didn't make a show. Yeah. If they don't strip him, that's gonna be weird. Uh Miz and uh Gargano had a little segment. Uh, apparently there's a reason why Dexter Loomis has been targeting the Miz and Gargano Johnny Gargano knows. Um and basically he told him to to, to tell the truth, the real reason why this is happening. Um there was a funny segment with R Truth coming out because he said he wanted the truth. So R Truth walked out and said, "I'm here. You want to tell me something?" Uh, which was funny. Uh, R Truth, man, he's done the same shtick now for like ten years, but it's not gotten old. Huh. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, and so next week, I guess uh, Miz is gonna have to tell the truth, or Johnny Gargano will tell the truth. What could this be? Like, what could it be? Why Dexter Loomis is doing this to Miz? Like, I don't I understand. Think- I think it's going to be that Indy Hartwell is uh, Miz's adopted daughter. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, we're going. We're going. <laughs> uh, Miz did wrestle Truth. Um, Truth won with a roll-up because uh, Dexter Loomis was at ringside, but then it was not Loomis. It was actually Gargano. So. Um, Austin Theory and Mustafa Ali had a really good match. Uh, this was uh, Seth Rollins was on was on commentary for this. Um, this was a very good match. 
Seth got involved, distracting Alwi, allowing Theory to knock Alwi off the ropes and then hit the A-Town down, or whatever the hell he calls his move, for the win. Breaking the streak, Austin Theory finally gets a win. Uh, it's been like five months since he got a win, so it's, it finally happened. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, I don't know why it took so long, but he finally got the win. Um, and then uh, there was a funny spot during this match where Austin Theory had his like cell phone out and taking a selfie, and all we just ran at him and like drop kicked him. It was pretty funny. The they released the video from Austin Theory's point of view, and it was pretty funny. Uh, saying just all we come running in like a madman, drop kicking him off the apron. <laughs> uh, out of the match, um, Rollins took out all we. Um, and then uh, Ali came back, though, and attacked him. So it looks like we're heading to Rollins and Ali for the title, which could be a pretty good match. Yeah, uh, my only question is what happened to Cedric Alexander? Yeah, where'd he go? He's wrestling on main event and probably losing. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Uh, then Miz ran into JBL in the back. JBL's actually wearing pants that fit this week. <laughs> so you've got that for him. And basically, um it's going it led to Corbin and Gargano are gonna wrestle later. Um almost beat four people, who cares? One of them was Sal Renaro from in the NWA though. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> um Elias took on Chad Gable. Uh Elias getting the win here with the drift. The away. crowd was again not into Elias. They killed him because they brought the Ezekiel thing. <sighs> yeah. This was a good match, too. I mean, this was a really good match. Oh, the um, crowd was kind of dead again on this show. Well, they, need to, they need to find some towns to go to where the crowd's actually into it. Where were they this week? I don't know, but the crowd sucked. North Charlotte, North Carolina. What the hell, Charlotte? Come on. They were in our truth because he's from Charlotte. But... Jesus. Uh, yeah, this was a very good match. Uh, Elias gets the win. This was uh, this was fun. I don't know where they're going with it. Elias and and Riddle, but you know, Riddle came out too, and so I don't know. We're heading to something. I hope Elias turns on Riddle though. I like heel Elias better than face Elias. Oh, something I wanted to mention, Ryan. It's kind of looking like with the uh, Judgment Day in the club or the OC or what the fuck they're called. Uh. It's looking like they should have a female member. Well, they right? they 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 hinted at that. Is uh, that some, what we're heading towards? Yeah, there were some backstage segments with the club or the OC, uh, where uh they were backstage. Um, Carl Anderson had a ice pack on his nuts, and uh, Luke Gallows goes, "I'm gonna go take care of Rhea. I'm great with women." He goes, "I got this," and uh, he leaves, and then Anderson and Styles are like, "Yeah, he's not good with women." They go back. <laughs> Uh, he's back in the trainer's room, and Gallows is all he's he, now. He's got uh, he's he, he apparently he got hit with a roll blow because he's now put the ice pack on his nuts. <laughs> um, they go back and forth, and they all agree that they have a Rhea problem. So we're heading to bringing a woman in to deal with Rhea. I'm just not sure who that woman's gonna be, uh. but we, it looks like we're heading that way, and it looks like it may be. I don't know how this would work. But it would be four on four. Now, how could you? I don't know if you could do a war games match with one woman on each team. But that's yeah, where we could. could be. That's where we could you, be heading. You could because Rhea could be the last one in. 
We got the one the last ones in, yeah. And when she's in, when she's in, all she's doing is beating up the dudes. They're not hurting her, you know. And then the other girl comes in at the end and starts beating her up. So yeah. it could happen. It could work. It'll be interesting because that looks like where we're heading. I mean, it's a four on four feud, you know. I still think the bloodline's getting the getting that. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know where we're heading. Uh, but yeah, so it looks like we are gonna have a woman help the OC. A lot of people are saying Charlotte. Oh God! I just don't know how that works. How does Charlotte fit in with the club? I don't know who else could it be unless it's like Beth coming back. I don't see that working either. Yeah, it's got to be a big woman, or you know, because to match Rhea, it can't be like Alexa or something like that. Because that's just that wouldn't work. That's not gonna be like oh they yeah. Don't really have any history? Oh God. You know, ODB talked about how she wanted to work in WWE for a one-match thing. <laughs> she is an impact person. You don't think. God, I hope not. God, I hope not. Uh, that wouldn't be that impactful. I, don't, I mean, no pun intended there, but I don't know how many people actually know who ODB is. Yeah. I just uh, don't. They don't. They don't really have any history with any other women. Yeah, yeah. The, the the OC have no history with women, and Rhea doesn't have a lot of history with too many people besides Charlotte. They have history. She has history with like Shayna Baszler. I don't know. Interesting to see where they head. Uh, Baron Corbin, Johnny Gargano wrestled. This is a better match than I expected it to be. Especially with Baron Gorman in it. I like Corbin, but his matches sometimes are, you know, not the best. Uh, very good match is a moment where Gorgano gets on the table and he, he picks up uh, JBL's hat, does a little dance. Um, it got to the point where Gorgano gets in the ring, JBL trips him, and then Corbin hits the end of days and gets the win. So Gargano loses again. I don't like how Gargano's. I mean, I know he did this in NXT too, but. I don't like how he's doing all this comedy stuff. Yeah, he's a comedy guy now. He's like just a funny guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't really like it either. Uh, but yeah, I, I want him to be the next Daniel Bryan, and I don't think it's going to happen. Not well. Daniel Bryan did some comedy. I mean, he did the the team hell no stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, so then we had the main event, which was the Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair versus Bailey. Non-title, which I thought they announced it as a title match last week. But now it was non-title. Kind of confused me a little bit. Because I'm pretty sure they said it was a title match last week. Yeah. Uh, this was a good match. These two do not have a bad match with each other. So, I mean, I was all for this. Very good match. But during this match, Nikki Cross jumps in and attacks everybody. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, Nikki Cross is back. As Nikki Cross, ASH is gone. Um, the referee got taken out because Cross is like a cross body on like everybody on the outside, including the referee. Um, Belair hit a KOD in the ring. No referee. Cross ran in, uh, sent Belair into the ring post. Bailey crawled for the pin. Our second referee ran down, made the count. So Bailey has pinned Belair. Um, and then after the match, both women get to their feet and Cross rushes back in. It takes out Bailey. And then, uh, yeah, 
they're both laid out, and Cross is standing tall um, in the middle of the ring to end the show. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, she was a Triple H girl, though, so. Yeah, I mean, she was pushed kind of hard in NXT. I mean, so she oh, never won the title or anything, but. Maybe he's going to put it, bring her back to the where she was. Look, the only, the, you know, this was a weird thing, but I am so glad to see her back as Nikki Cross. Uh, Nikki A.S.H. was one of the dumbest things. I mean, I know it was her idea, so I don't want to knock it too much. But it was dumb. Hey, we can <laughs> knock it. It doesn't matter if it's Vince or if it was one of the wrestlers. Some of these ideas are just stupid. Yeah, it's 2022. We're in the, like, reality era of wrestling where, like, you know, it's kind of meant to be more realistic, and I don't need the superhero running around. Well, maybe she was a big Hurricane fan. All yeah. right, uh, so let's get I'm, into NXT here, Ryan. So this I, was uh, have some things that I didn't really didn't like about this show. This was some... Tag Team Title Tuesday. Yeah, uh, both tag team titles were on the line. We kicked it off with the tag women's tag team titles: Lions and Stark versus Chance and Carter. Pretty good match. Uh, you know. Carter and the more I see of Chance and Carter, the more I like them. Uh, they're yeah, like we the had only... a false, false finish in this match. Yeah, uh, Stark, um, Stark rolled up Chance out of nowhere and got the three. Um, after the match, uh, another referee comes down and they're talking to each other, and then uh, it's shown on the screen that there was a blind tag, and actually Carter was the legal w- woman in the match, so Stark pinned the wrong woman. It was then uh, restarted, uh, and, I always, and Carter win. I know wrestling is wrestling, and they got all kinds of weird rules, and a lot of, a lot of weird shit happens, right? And yeah. we just have to, you know, turn a blind eye it's to some accept stuff. it. Yeah, <laughs> but it really irks me when they do this. But then, like Rhea Ripley hits a guy in the ball sack, and there's no referee in the back watching that. Like, what the hell? I mean, yeah, I mean, that is true. We saw th- like three things happen on Raw where someone got involved and they didn't restart the match. Yeah. But here they do. Uh, and then for some reason, Vic Joseph took a shot that it, at the NFL. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Like, what was that for? <laughs> Apparently his team must have lost for a bad call. Uh, they Yeah, there was a really good uh, chance at a Spanish fly on Stark off the top rope, which is fucking nuts. Um, and then they hit their, you know, neck breaker 450 thing, uh, for the win. So Chance and Carter retain, but a very good match, uh, with a false finish, which got the fans hyped and then still hyped. I mean, they like Chance and Carter. Uh, so interesting, interesting is the word I'll use for the finish to this match. I think Zoe Stark needs to be a heel. I think she's going to turn on Lions. Yeah. Because apparently they have like a rematch coming or something. I think they're going to. Yeah, I think we're gonna have a have a turn. Uh, we see Ilya Dragunov talking about Jaden McDonough. They are gonna wrestle in the main event tonight. Uh, then we had another T Bar Dominic Dijakovic uh, vignette. Um, it, we see T Bar's mask burning in a fire, um, and he says this section, this second coming isn't about retribution; it's about justice. Mm. Right. Probably justice for his career going in the yeah, toilet. So Dominic's gonna come back. That's for the better. <laughs> How has that dude not been used at all? He's I just can't believe Vince didn't use him because he's big. He's not only is tall he big, and athletic. 
He can, he can, yeah, he can fucking move. Like, what the is, fuck? I don't understand. Isn't that what Vince wants? A big guy that can move and wrestle any style? I don't understand. I don't understand, I don't understand either. Uh, then we had Wesley come out and talk about winning the ladder match. Um, the crowd keeps telling him, uh, you know, that he deserves it, blah, blah, blah. Then Grayson Waller shows up. Waller says, you know, he's like, uh, you, you didn't win anything. I mean, you climbed a ladder. He goes, I did that at Home Depot and I got nothing, <laughs> which made me laugh. Uh, he says, technically, he goes, I didn't lose because all I, all that happened to me was I got thrown in a in a box. He goes, he didn't pin me. So technically, I didn't lose. Um, and then it, our truth showed up again. Our truth went from not being on TV at all to now being on two shows in a row. Yeah. Uh, he comes out and starts talking about Halloween Havoc and how it's Halloween. And then uh, Waller is like, yo, idiot, it's the wrong day. <laughs> Halloween Havoc was three days ago. And then Lee's like, yeah, I mean, he's right. Um, and then they, they go back and forth. It Basically, it's going to be Truth versus Waller next week. What the hell? Why? I don't know. But sure. I will, I'll go with it, I guess. <laughs> then we had... Five star classic of a match, Shotzi and Lash Legend. Yeah, oh my God. Is is Lash Legend ever gonna get better? <laughs> you know what? I don't know, man. Uh the best part about this was Quincy Elliott was back and Burger T once again bit his tongue to not say anything too offensive. <laughs> yeah, Quincy Elliott. He just He kind of said, Nathan. Booker T kind of said the same thing you did, though. Because Booker T goes, because I guess he got called out for being, quote, homophobic, which I didn't take it that way. But he said, you know, Quincy Elliott just needs more. Like, he he, he basically said the same thing you said, where he's like, he has he doesn't do much. He, like, he needs to get more into his character and do more in the ring instead of just what he, you know. So, I mean, that's what Booker T was talking about. He's like, I, he, he didn't, he kind of said the same thing you did, where it's like, all he has is his entrance. Well, you don't even have that. He like, doesn't. He don't. He doesn't. He doesn't. If you're gonna be over the top, yeah, you know, then to be over the top. That's what Booker even, T was saying. Like he was like, yeah. you know, he's like, if he's gonna do it, he needs to do it. He, he's like, he I, he goes. He basically Booker T says, like, I can't take him seriously because he doesn't. He feels like a character. It doesn't feel like him. So, uh, Shotzi won this match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, that's all I can say. This was not good. Lash is oh, just I think Lash needs to be a manager because she can talk. Yeah, they just need to make her a manager for somebody, and then I'd be okay. Yeah, Ryan, we had one of the worst things I've ever seen on a wrestling show coming up after. I don't know if it was right after this or not, but I want to talk about it. All right, we'll skip forward because I know what it's going to be. We had Mandy Rose come on. With this like was cell phone. This is awful. What the hell was this? They, they were just talking like, like it was like an actual cell phone call or something. Like, it they, is, but it was, it was, it was awful. And was, nothing of consequence came out of it. No, like, I it was, thought. What I thought they, was someone's gonna hack the phone call and like, you know, join it. No, they didn't say. It was just them talking about what they're doing. And JC Jang was in the. Was getting worked was in the pool was like in the gym getting jacked and 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 Gigi was at the pool and I'm like what the fuck it just kept going and I was like okay <laughs> and there and, and Mandy Rose's voice 
like the way she was talking, it was like she was talking to her mom or something. Yeah, there was not any like inflection in her voice. It wasn't yeah. like she. Hey, it, girl. Hey. Oh, you're getting ripped. Cool. Hey. Oh my God. Shoot me. It almost made me turn the channel. I was so. This was. It was bad. Uh. Yeah, that was bad. Uh, we were supposed to have Bruce Creek and Damon Kemp, but uh, it did not happen. As Damon Kemp said, medical saved him, so he will eventually. I guess they will. They will wrestle, and then out of nowhere, Sangha and Veer Mahan attacked. Yeah, uh, they were beating him up. Sangha had Julius by the throat. He was going to hit him with the choke slam, but he couldn't do it for some reason. Uh, and then Veer came, took fucking Julius out with a hell of a clothesline, and then. Sangha does end up hitting uh, the other one, Brutus, with the choke slam, and then they left. Yeah, he acts like he's kind of hesitant, Ryan. What's going on in this group? It's like he's, it's like Beers, like maybe has something on him or something. Yeah. And he's like forcing him to do it, or something, is what I'm thinking. Uh, but then Ivy Nile came out and was like, why? Why'd you do that? And I'm like, because they're dicks. What, what do you mean, why? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Then we had Adolfi and Blade versus Pretty Deadly going into this match. I was not expecting much because I'm not, I'm not real big on Adolfi and Blade. Uh, but they, this was a pretty good match. Uh, they looked pretty good here. Uh, they yeah. came out out of the gates flying, and just destroy. Like they were trying to end this match within the first minute. Uh, this was really good though. I give it up for Blade and Adolfi. They they impressed me in this one. Um, I called them the not so private party. Yeah, they, I mean they're. They, they're a tag team and they're good. They just don't. They're completely different, and it throws me off because they're they're a tag team that do not dress the same. Except, I mean, their their attire kind of their wrestling gear kind of matches. This, this but, week it did. Yeah, but this is the first time. And then Blade comes out wearing like a sweater vest, and then Idris and Nopi comes out with a fucking cape, and it just I don't understand this team. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but this was a really good match. I was actually into it, and I kind of, for a moment, they they had me where I thought Blade and Ope were gonna win, but uh, they hit spilt milk and pretty deadly to walk away with the win. But very good match. This this was way better than I was anticipating. Right. So then we had Schism, Nathan. Oh God. Casey Fowler, Jagger, and the other dude, the other the woman behind. Why didn't he grow his beard back? I don't know. It just showed back up. <laughs> they, like they, in like two days or something. It was yeah, weird. Oh, I don't think he had it on Halloween. It's like a miracle grow or something. Uh, they were talking a lot, um, about stuff. <laughs> I, 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 stuff that doesn't make sense. And then basically, the woman in the hoodie stepped forward. Uh, she removed the hoodie, and it's Ava Rain, also known as The Rock's daughter. Um. She talks about the love and acceptance of the schism has given her uh, the love and acceptance of the schism given her has defied any preconceived notion of who she's supposed to be. So whatever that means. Basically, I guess they I don't know. So I, this caught a lot of slack online and people listen. This wasn't the best way to do it, but people online are like pissed, I guess, because they're like, oh, she's the rock's daughter. She should have the Rock should have been there to introduce her, or or she should have joined the Bloodline. Why you shit on Dominic? Because that's what that's what he did. Like Dominic shows up on the main roster with Ray, didn't go to NXT, and everyone hates it. Charlotte lives off her dad's name supposedly, and she gets shit on. Why would you want the same thing for her? 
At least she's going in a completely different direction, not using any remnants of her father's name or her family, and she's trying to make it on her own. And people are mad that she's not doing the same thing that everyone else gets mad at for other people to doing. I don't understand wrestling fans. I fucking <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get wrestling fans. This wasn't great, but hey, we'll see what she can do in the ring. I mean, she's already been injured like twice before she's ever wrestled, so I, I don't know. Oh boy! But you know, this was different, and I will. I'm going to give it time and see how she does in the ring before I judge it. Uh, we had a weird, weird thing happen where we saw a voicemail left on the performance center with this distorted voice saying, "Let go of all your pain." Washing away your deepest fears, listening with your eyes, speaking with your ears. Awaken from the pits you call the dark, opening up to my soliloquy is just the start. Watch as I come and leave my mark as I plan to rip all of NXT apart. Sincerely, Scripps. kind of fucking name is Scripps? I don't know what the hell that was. What? Is this a group? Is it one person? The person's name's going to be Scripps? I don't know, but you got so you got Jai Jakovic and this guy or girl. And then you got Joe like, Gacy doing the same shit too. Yeah, it's all too. And similar. we have Bray Wyatt on the main roster. I, yeah, I, I don't like it. This had a very retribution feel to it, and I did not like it. Yeah. But I don't know what this is. I don't know what the fuck scripts is supposed to be. I don't know how I I, I I don't know. The music in the background threw me off. And there's like creepy music underneath it, which me, I was like, am I led to believe that this person was playing this music over the voicemail? Or WWE <laughs> decided to put music over something that's supposed to be intimidating them? I, I don't know what this was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we had Indy Hartwell versus Sol Ruka. Uh, Indy Hartwell beat her very, very quickly. Uh, Ruka did nothing. Uh... What was up with this, Ryan? Indy Hartwell looked a little aggressive. Yeah, she kind of whooped her ass. <laughs> then she won with a. Then she won with, uh, what Killer Cross uses? Yes. Yeah, a forearm to the back of the head. Yeah, she just forearmed her in the back of the head and whooped her ass. Uh, then after this, Alexa uh, Lopez is back and attacked both of them. So. I guess she's back. She has, she has to go to NXT because uh, she didn't get invited to the main roster. So. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't too uh, like, oh, it's Electric Lopez. At first, like, I was like, who is this? Exactly. <laughs> I forgot what she looked like, and then they were like, "That's Electric Lopez." And I go, "Oh, really? <laughs> okay." <laughs> yeah. I, I wasn't like a big shocking thing to me. It was just like, oh, okay, she's back. Cool. So where's this uh, Duke Hudson Chase University stuff heading? Maybe I don't know, but it's funny. I, I'm very into it. It's funny and hilarious, but I don't know where we're heading here. Uh, Bodie Hayward wasn't there for some reason, so Duke Hayward, Hayward Duke Hudson showed up, um, sat next to a, 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 the other the chick, and then uh, yeah, Andre Andre Chase yelled at him. <laughs> so yeah, I don't. I think. Uh, I think I think Duke and. Uh... And that and that one chick are gonna bone, <laughs> dude. That chick's like nineteen. How old is Duke Hudson? Could be. I don't know. 
He's through, man. He's 32. Oof. Never mind. That's a Marty yeah. Scroll situation. Yeah. Never I mean, mind. she's legal. She's 18, but mm. anyway. Yeah, I don't know what this said. I like it. I'm like, I'm glad that Duke Hudson's finally getting to fucking do something. <laughs> like, uh, and then our main event, Ilya Dragunov and Danny McDonough. This had a weird ending. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, they, they, this they had a good match. Uh, this goes back to the NXT UK days. Uh, they had a really good match, but the ending of this was kind of weird. Uh, JD didn't, Donovan Dragonov was going to like attack JD and then he just collapsed. Um, uh, then he gets back up. Um, and then JD caught him in midair. And then, uh, yeah, like he had him twisted up and Ilya's hanging on. And then, uh, Ilya fades and faints and blood's coming from his nose and the referee calls it and then he gets like stretchered away and what was this? Like, are they riding off Ilya already? I don't know. A big win for J.D. McDonough, but yeah, the whole collapsing thing kind of threw me off and then he gets choked out or whatever happened to him and then, yeah, he gets stretchered out at the end of the show and I... Are we going to see like some kind of hidden video where... JD McDonough like drugged him or something. <laughs> I mean, it's NXT. I really wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this was weird. I, I I don't know where they're heading now with JD. Um, he looked good today. Like he looked. I mean, they they look like they're trying to build JD back up. But Ilya kind of, I guess he's just gonna go to Europe. <laughs> just, just. Not stay in, in the NXT, I guess, or what? Yeah. I'm really bummed that Tyler I, I really hope Tyler Bate comes to the main roster. Uh because you know, out of all these NXT Europe guys, like he really he's young and he really needs to be there. Like he's he has been just as good as he was when he first started. Like he was always just top notch. Yeah. And it sucks that Pete Dunn's there and he's not. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. This one threw me off a little bit. Uh, during the show, also, basically, Paul Cruz made it known that he won the NXT title, so it made you looking like it's he's gonna oh be my the god, don't even get me started with Paul Cruz. So that's that gonna... dude, I didn't understand. Like, what the hell? He he also was like, oh, spoiler alert, and he said some stuff that apparently I yeah. don't know if he was supposed to say it or not. Yeah, he was like, spoiler. I don't know if this is known yet, but. Apparently, uh, Braun Breaker's coming back. Like, he's been gone for fucking a month. Like, he's coming back. He, he just missed one show. What's not? What the fuck? But then they showed a graphic later on the show saying Braun Breaker's going to be here next week. So, it's the, I, I didn't get the, his promo at all. It's kind of why I skipped over it at first, because I just didn't understand it. I don't know yeah. what he, what he was trying to say. I like Apollo Cruz's wrestling, but man, this gimmick or whatever he's got going on is not working for me. Yeah. So did he see the future and see that uh, Braun Breaker's going to be there or something? Apparently. <laughs> uh, Odyssey Jones did show up though at the end of the show, uh, where Blade and Opie got into a truck with a bunch of women. So it's cool to see Jones back, I guess. But yeah. Uh... I don't know. NXT is a weird show, man. NXT is a weird. It is. Show. It's going to be more interesting, I think, once once we have this draft that uh, this 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 draft that's like 
looming over WWE right now. Once it actually happens and a lot of these guys get called up or whatever happens, NXT is going to be going on by then. So all this stuff, it's going to be interesting to see what NXT is like then because I think once uh, some people are out of NXT, uh, Triple H is going to be bringing in a lot of indie talent. And I think NXT might be going more back to the way it was, Ryan, where we had indie talent coming in and it's like, you know, one guy's the champion, then he loses it, and he comes up to the main roster, and then it's next man up, you know? Yeah. I think we're going to be more going more towards that formula once uh, once this draft happens. I hope so. I mean, because right now it's just – I, I I enjoy NXT. They do have some good some good matches occasionally, and their storylines are so outrageous that it's like you know, whatever. Uh, but it's 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 in a weird place right now. They're still kind of got that two point vibe. They're trying to like go in back to where they were, I think, and it's kind of just like a mixture of things. And it's I don't I don't know if it's working. Uh, but yeah. yeah, it's gonna be. We'll see where they go in the future. I don't know. WWE's in a yeah, like you said, I think they're just kind of in a wall moment right now trying to get to the draft, which I don't know what exactly is going to happen, if it's going to happen. Um, Triple H is on record as saying that he wants it to happen, so I assume it's going oh, to happen. So I still don't know when. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's I, Like I always say, I think it's going to happen after Mania, but that's that's five months away. Yeah. Oh, um, we got Oh, that mean we're gonna have Braun Breaker as champion for five more five God. more months, and maybe who else can he wrestle? But who else can he wrestle? That you know what I mean? Like he's he's, he's yeah, kind of who's gonna beat him? He's kind of wrestled everybody already, and ah, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, uh, it was announced that Hall- Elimination Chamber is gonna be back this month, this year, uh, in in, in February. A lot of the rumors was that it's, it's going to be in Saudi, Saudi Arabia. It's not. It's going to be in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Oh, I thought it was Saudi Arabia. Show. It, was, it was teased that it was It was rumored that it was going to be. Um, but no, it's in Canada. Um, so that's but cool. we're still having a theme pay-per-view. I thought we were done with these theme pay-per-views. I think, I think this is going to be the last one. Uh, rumors are that it's, yeah, it's Montreal. Uh, rumors are that this is going to be the last one and they're going to replace it. Because um, rumors are next year he wants Triple H wants King of the Ring back and Hell in a Cell's reportedly done as well. Um, yeah. So I think we're eventually next year Elimination Chamber is going to happen, and I think that's going to be the last one, and we're going to see more of the, the all the theme pay per views going away and go back to normal traditional pay per view names. Hopefully. So. Yeah. So all right, uh, coming up on the Saturday morning show, we will be discussing Dynamite. We could have done that on this show, but uh, we need something for Friday. We need something for that show. So we're going yeah. to do Dynamite and Impact, and then we'll be previewing Rampage and SmackDown. Uh, and then we'll be a uh, couple, couple game reviews for you. Nathan will be covering the Mario and Rabbids game. And yeah. I'm going to be doing something completely different, as I'm going to be talking Scorn. So we're out to Yeah, play. we're going kid fr- from kid-friendly to bloody gory. Not even adult-friendly. Uh <laughs> So yeah, so we're gonna have some fun on that show. So uh as always, follow the social media. Uh I am gonna say this now. Next week, uh the, the Tuesday morning show may be delayed because we usually record on the Monday, and with Monday being Halloween, 
Um, I'm not sure if we're going to be able to get a recording in that day or not. So just a warning for that. Next week's show might be, you know, on Wednesday instead of Tuesday. So right. just to let you guys know, because uh, Halloween, we don't know what we're doing yet. And probably won't be able to get a recording in Halloween. So just a full warning. But follow follow the Twitter at Sabri ENT uh, for the updates to that. I will be updating on Twitter. as usually do where most of the updates are. Uh, but you can also follow the Instagram, the YouTube, and the TikTok at Sabri ENT. Updates and fun stuff on those as well. Uh, if you like this podcast, please like it, subscribe, and share it around to your friends. We appreciate you. Thank you for listening. He is Nathan. I am Ryan, reminding you to always hit your spots and set your scores. Later.